my mom had big, soft boobs. Huge. I would lay on her and her tits would be my pillow as we watched TV. I always thought her boobs took up too much space on her short body. She didn't know where to put all the fat that her tits carried. And oh man, this was a huge source of rage in the J.C. Penney's dressing rooms. When the garment wouldn't zip to the top, her fists would become red and she would punch the wall, claiming to hate her breasts. Little me would sometimes watch my mother, watch her try to punch away her femininity. I prayed to never have huge boobs like hers. She would throw shirts at me when they wouldn't fit past her boobs. Here, this one is yours now. You better hope that your knockers don't get near as big as mine. I didn't want big boobs. Not like hers. But I loved her boobs. When I wrapped my arms around her neck, her boobs would hold me. I cried, pressed my tears against them many of times. Those boobs gave me life force energy till the time I was two. Sometimes she wore those boobs like a crown and I watched men kneel, bow to her. Other times, it was if her tits carried a secret. A secret that my mother was never going to tell. I'm an insane, sexual, shadow witch. And my name is Lacey Free and I'm the fucking host of Horrorpod. Welcome to Horpod, the tits, tatas, and breast edition. You know, sometimes we don't even realize we're riddled with anxiety. When we come from pain or a traumatic situation, anxiety pulsates through our nervous system. And we're constantly vibrating on a high level. And I don't mean high in a high vibe way, but constantly vibrating with more energy than the rested body should. And I had no fucking idea 
I had anxiety in my early 20s. My body was riddled with it. My fingers would tremble. I would bite my nails and tap my fingers, constantly fidgeting, playing with anything I could get my hands on, poking, prodding, all signs of anxiety. And I didn't really know that my nipples, my boobs, carried a power to ease the nervous system. That my tits carried a power within them that could bring sweet relief to the rest of my organs, like a deep breath. I never knew this until I had sex with a woman. One of the first times I ever had sex with a woman, we made love all night, and I woke up in the morning with a deep anxiety, trembling in my knees, trembling in my arms. I wanted to run out of the bed and not look back. And she looked at me in the morning and asked what was wrong. And I couldn't get any words out. I just felt shaky. And she leaned over and lifted up my top. She started kissing the sides of my boobs. And the next thing I knew, she was sucking my nipple. And she told me she was going to nurse me in the morning. Or nurse from me in the morning. And I was like, you're a fucking creep. Get off me. And it made me laugh. And I needed a fucking good laugh in that moment. But then there was also something that happened amongst the joking. My body surrendered. It stopped. My body relaxed as she was sucking my nipple. Now, the breasts, the nipple, we can have orgasms from the nipple alone, from breast stimulation alone. Now, not everybody, and orgasm should never be the primary goal. So at any point, if I ever talk about orgasming on Horopod and you feel like you can't achieve it, don't worry. There's so much more to magic and sex magic beyond the orgasm. We can orgasm from the stimulation of the breast. There was even a study done around this by a guy named Michael Renito. And he did an MRI. He did it for the Journal of Sexual Medicine. So he only did it with... Um, feminine bodies so we don't have enough research about male anatomy in this but with feminine anatomy it shows when there's stimulation around the breast it lights up the same part of the brain that lights up when the clitoris is stimulated it lights up the same part of the brain that lights up when the vagina is stimulated and when the cervix is stimulated. And when breast stimulation happens, it helps the cervix 
contract. So it helps the cervix open up. It helps our body open up and prepare for sexual intercourse. Now, when that person, that feminine, was sucking my breasts in the morning and joking that she was nursing from me, it took my anxiety away. And I didn't really think that there was science behind this. I didn't really think deeply about it at all until I started really researching breast health. And the reason it was able to lessen my anxiety or take some of my anxiety away is because breast stimulation increases oxytocin in the brain. Oxytocin relieves anxiety. It helps stabilize the mood. It's amazing for building trust. Oxytocin is also known as the love chemical. So if you're ever having sex with someone and you want to increase the oxytocin or increase the love bond between you and your sexual partner, it's recommended to have nipple stimulation before, after, and during sex. But especially after, after playing or sucking or kissing or touching the nipples or breasts will help in the, accentuate the oxytocin and make it last longer so that the oxytocin doesn't just drop off right when you're done fucking. Now, in this episode, I'm going to talk about breasts a lot. But here's the wild and beautiful thing about breasts. Men have breasts and women have breasts. Everyone who has nipples has breasts. Anything I talk about around healing the breasts or chest, um, no matter what gender you are, you can do it as well. There's so many things interesting about the boobs, the tatas. I see on an energetic level, and this is where I don't have science to back me. This is just how I intuitively feel about breasts, is that there's sort of a barometer of the overall health of our physical body. Our breasts carry a lot of our lymph nodes within them, and we really want circulation and stimulation around the breasts because we don't want toxicity forming in this area. So breast massages, exercising, getting good sleep, stimulating the nipple, these are all actions that aid in healing and reviving and supporting healthy breasts. And on an energetic level, it feels to me that, I know this sounds silly, but make fun of me if you want to, but I believe my breasts can read the energy of the room and I think yours might be able to as well. And what do I mean by that? 
the nipples are very perceptive. One noticeable way that our nipples are very perceptive of the environment is they can pick up on weather, right? If you're cold, your nipples get hard. If you're warm and relaxed, your nipples may be completely soft. And I think we don't ever take this into consideration when we're reading the energy of the room. Depending on what's going on in my environment, my boobs may become more sensitive if I'm around certain people. If I am around someone who turns me on or that I feel fertile with, my boobs can become like really sensitive. And our chests and breasts are very sensitive. Even if, and I don't mean sensitive like sensation when they're being touched, I feel like our breasts pick up on energy of the room. I think they pick up on emotions. I think they pick up on pain. I think they pick up on love. Our breasts are part of our heart chakra and our heart reads energy like heart math. Have you guys researched heart math? Look that up. So our hearts read energy and our breasts are part of that. And our breasts, I see them as sort of protection of our heart space. As a doula, a birth doula and a postpartum doula, I've worked with a lot of mamas and really got to experience their energy around their own breasts and how their energy to their own breasts shift when they give birth. And the cool thing about this oxytocin being released when the nipple is sucked that really first existed to create a stronger bond between the baby and the mother. The nipple has its own sweat gland, and the sole function of this sweat gland is to secrete fluids when the woman has given birth or when the person has given birth. The fluid secreted, I love this part, the fluid secreted to to lubricate the nipples because sometimes when breastfeeding, when someone starts breastfeeding for the first time, it can be a horrible, painful experience. It can be awesome and amazing right away, or it can be really painful. So having that extra lubrication, that natural nature lubrication is fucking amazing. And the cool thing about this lubrication is that It has a unique scent. It produces this scent and this scent attracts the baby to the mother's breast. So it helps the baby latch onto the breast and it helps the process of breastfeeding. Our bodies are so fucking intelligent and cool. Um, They call this sweat gland the Montgomery gland by some man who coined the term. When a woman is pregnant also, before she gives birth, during labor, if she's struggling to give birth, it can be advised to stimulate or rub her nipples in a sexual way or in a non-sexual way. But it's often encouraged in a sexual way 
from a partner she feels safe with or they feel safe with. Um, Making out, stimulating the nipples, loose lips equals loose lips. So it can really help with birth. And part of that nipple stimulation during labor increases oxytocin, which helps the cervix open up. Now, this episode isn't just about birth, but you can't really talk about the energy of the breasts without acknowledging their power in life, in birth, in sustaining life, in nourishing life, in cultivating life. I think as a society and culture, we're also breast obsessed, whether we know it or not. And I believe the root of that is because these breasts are what nourished us, what brought us to life in many ways. Even if we weren't breastfed, we still got nourishment and comfort from breasts, usually. And if we didn't get that, I believe there can be a wound in that, a mother wound and a search and connection for breasts, no matter what our sexual orientation is or identity. Now, there's always been a deep, deep fascination and mystery around the breasts. Have you ever heard the saying, cold as a witch's tit a witch's tit have you heard of that before so much of our energy around breasts come from either the mother wound and or the witch wound our witch history is tied in to the history of boobs to the history of our own breasts If you consider yourself a witch, I encourage you to form a deeper, loving, healing connection with your own breasts. And I'll give you some herbal suggestions for that at the end of the episode, towards the end. And on the Patreon, we'll do a live around breasts and different medicine making for the healing of breasts. Now, the witch's tit, the witch's tit or the witch's mark was considered proof that a woman was a professional witch. Now, what is a witch's tit or the witch's mark? The witch's tit was said to be a third nipple on a human body and that there were claims that some witches had four nipples, five nipples. There was even record of a person having up to seven breasts on their body. Have you heard of a third nipple before? Um, In scientific terms, they call it the supernumerary nipple, the supernumerary nipple. I might be saying that wrong. It's said to uh, um, have occurred out of 
One out of 200 women have the supernumerary nipple. This third nipple was considered a sign that a witch had been fucking the devil. That the witch was in the bed with the dark side. And in England and Scotland and Ireland in the 1600s, To the 1900s, a man was appointed to search the villages, to search all of the land for a woman's third nipple. So they would go to females' homes and rip women out of their homes and strip them and search every inch of their skin looking for a nipple other than the two that were obviously on her chest that were her breasts. And sometimes they would find a third nipple because one out of every 200 people have third nipples. And they believed a familial, a fairy, a magic being from the underworld placed this nipple on a witch so that whenever the devil would come to the physical reality from hell that the devil would be able to survive by going and sleeping with the witch so there were two there were two fables right that the witch just got it from fucking the devil and then there was another one that it was placed there by a familial and that for in service of the devil, that the witch was in service of the devil and the nipple was placed there by the familial so that when the devil would walk the physical plane and leave hell, that he could sustain, that he could be nourished in his physical form. So the devil was said to suck the third nipple and milk wouldn't come out of this third nipple. No blood would the devils feasted on the blood of witches so they say so they say and who is they well they were the men of scotland england and ireland so what would happen if these men who were searching for the witches to hang them or to burn them at the stake What would happen if they didn't find a third nipple? Well, sometimes, rarely, they would let the women walk. Other times, they would find a mole or a blemish, a pimple on a feminine body and scream, This is a witch! I found a witch! And they would rip off that feminine clothing and tie her to a tree bare-breasted this is where the saying comes from cold as a witch's tit because witches tits were known to be shown throughout the land exposed now another thing these men would do these men who were hired to capture the witches to create a genocide on the witches these these men would carry a needle a metal prick 
And that's why there's also a saying around a witch's prick, to prick a witch to see if she's a mortal or a being from the underworld. The men would prick the tits of witches, the breast, the exposed witch's tit. They would first prick what they would consider the third nipple. And if the third nipple didn't bleed and the witch showed no sign of pain, they would murder her and claim that she is not mortal, that she is supernatural, non-human. But if the witch did bleed, she was considered human and could leave. And they would sometimes prick all over the woman's chest. Now, witches were known to not succumb to the emotional torture and the physical torture of men. Witches would gather under the moon in secret and do ritual of spiritual protection so that when the men would prick them, it would not affect them. If the witch didn't bleed or squirm in pain, she was truly a witch. Because as magic beings, we have the power to spiritually and physically protect our bodies. There's a lactation consultant out of New York City, and her name is Leanne O'Connor. Now, she says that there can be tons of nipples found on a physical body. And sometimes there can even be a trail of nipples from the regular nipple that goes all the way up the breast to the armpit. And sometimes these trails of nipples can even form little breasts within the armpit. And sometimes these breasts in the armpit can even start leaking milk or lactating. And Leanne O'Connor says that Extra nipples are nothing to worry about, that they cause no physical damage, but that they just exist within some people. Guys, I have a confession. Are you ready? Are you? Don't tell, okay? Are you going to tell? All right, here it goes. Here's my confession. I have a witch's tit. I have a third nipple, my friends. And I have had it as long as I can remember. And it's this tiny little pink mark. And it looks like a little tiny scar. And it's under my left breast. And when I went to my mom the first time, well, actually, I remember my mom pointing it out to me. And she was like, oh, my God, Lacey, you have a third nipple. And I was like, oh, I have a third nipple? Am I going to have three boobs? And she was like, no, it just means you're magic. And I was like, fucking dope. And 
And there's nothing about it that really appears in an nipple, but it's this tiny little pink mark. But not so tiny that you can't notice it. It's real. My boob kind of lands over it, so I have to lift up my boob for anyone to see. Maybe, I feel like, I want to show everyone my third nipple now. I have come out of the third nipple closet because I am saying it loud and proud now that I realize that it's a witch's tit. At first... You know, some people think that these men in England and Scotland and Ireland were just fucking full of shit out here persecuting the divine feminine for no reason. And I'm not saying they had a reason, but I'm just saying, whoa, maybe there was some truth of the one out of 200 people who had this extra nipple that they were witches or part of a coven. Now, no no devil has ever sucked my tits and got blood out of them. I'm not going to say no devil has ever sucked out of my tits, okay? I've had some rough ones a couple times, but they definitely didn't get blood out of my tits. I also think it's really interesting around the sort of fable that the devil would suck from the third tit and get blood Um, because a lot of people don't understand that when breast lactate milk, that that milk comes from blood. And what do I mean by that? The proteins and the nutrients in our blood convert to breast milk. So having healthy blood helps increase our lactation. There's a lot of um, breastfeeding panic in the United States and a lot of women who struggle to lactate. But learning that a lot of our lactation is connected to the blood and the proteins and the nutrients in our blood, I found that so fascinating when I learned that. Because to me, that saying, if we build up our blood with nutrients, it can help heal breastfeeding or it can help support lactation. And there are a ton of herbs like nettle that are really good for building nutrients up in the blood. I think there is a secret and a sense of sadness and grief that the divine feminine carry around our breasts. A sense of we grow breasts for something outside of ourselves. And in a way, that's true. Our breasts nurture others. But so often when we start to grow breasts and go through puberty, our breasts become the focus of other people's pleasure. And I wonder if there's a way we can pleasure ourselves and stimulate our own breasts to rewire the sort of pain we have suffered by at the hands, the fucking grabby hands, the gropey hands, the hands that have used our breasts for their own enjoyment. 
I got boobs overnight. I was in the fifth grade. It was the summer I got my period and boobs also showed up. And my mom bought me an ugly lacy training bra with a baby blue bow in the middle. And we went camping that summer and I could not fucking believe how uncomfortable this bondage was. This bondage that I was just expected to wear under my shirt as I was climbing trees and stomping in rivers. And all of a sudden I had to wear this like giant band-aid. To this day, it is very rare that you will see me wearing a bra. And my mother and grandmother acted like something was wrong with me when I refused as a child and teenager. And even as an adult, even in the most professional settings, I will not wear a bra. Because I have a motherfucking witch's tit that reads the energy of the room. And my boobs fluctuate from being firm and large to soft and saggy. My boobs, my boobs are me and a protector of me. One of the first times I was on a basketball team, I know, me playing basketball, fucking hilarious. It wasn't the funnest thing I'd ever done. And I was in the sixth grade, so by then I was already full in a C cup. And um, I was barely five foot two and very small at that time. And I remember they made us change in the locker room. And all of these girls gathered around to see if my boobs were real. And as soon as I took off my shirt, they all threw toilet paper at me at the same time. Even though they clearly saw that my boobs were not stuffed with toilet paper, there would be a trail of toilet paper behind me in middle school. Even at lunch, they would throw toilet paper to hit my tray. They could not understand how my small body had these huge tits out of nowhere. And I couldn't understand either. And I remembered the pain and the agony of my mom's huge boobs. I was so scared of them being like hers. But it didn't take me long to realize that my curse was also my power. That there's power in the tits. An unexplained power. A power that none of us can totally put our finger on, but we can all feel. We gravitate towards them. We know that they carry nutrients to sustain life they are part of the mother even if they're small even if we're in a male body this time around our breasts carry power and not just because of breastfeeding but because it's our pranayana our breath our life force our tits are what expands when our breath expands. 
It was so healing to me when I went to a witch's herbal retreat and sat in circle of magic beans. And we all consented to taking off our tops and putting oil in each other's hands, herbal oil of calendula and lavender and fennel. And we were taught by this elder crone witch who sat in the middle and taught us how important it was to rub oil into our breasts. And as we rub the oil to say spell, to say affirmation into our heart chakra, into our breasts, toxicity can get stored there. But when we use herbal oil with calendula in it, we can literally push out the toxins. We also have a mother wound that can linger in our heart chakra and can become evident in the breast tissue. And by rubbing the oil, the herbal oil, throughout our breasts and our armpits, we, we help firm the breasts, we help enhance the breasts naturally, and we strengthen the breast tissue, and we detoxify the heart chakra, and we detoxify the lymphatic system connected to the breasts. This is something we can each do. We can do it as a healing meditation, or we can do it as personal sex magic, where we rub our breasts with oil as we masturbate. Rubbing our breasts enhances our powers. Our breasts are so deeply connected to our superpowers. An herb I love, an herb I love for healing the breasts is fennel. Fennel, oh man, fennel is a beautiful, amazing fucking herb. Now, traditionally, I always used fennel for digestion or stomach issues. Sometimes if um, I'm feeling stress in my stomach, our nervous system is deeply connected to our stomach. So if we're nervous at all, we might get stomach aches. And I love taking black charcoal with fennel in it to help ease my stomach. But one thing I didn't fully realize until recently is how healing the herb fennel is for breasts. Um, fennel is a cancer preventative. Just by taking it helps build healthy breast tissue. Fennel is used by herbalists to um, make, like, enhance the size of breasts. Now, I think we're too obsessed with the size of breasts, and I think small breasts are fucking wonderful. Breasts are amazing at every fucking size. And fennel just sort of helps enhance and plump, make them feel more plump because it's helping strengthen the breast tissue. Fennel is great for the heart chakra period because it has heart-friendly nutrients in it like potassium and folate. Fennel supports healthy skin. It aids in balancing out our weight 
because it's so good for the digestion. Fennel is full of fiber, so that's why when we have stomach aches, it's amazing to take it. But fennel is truly an herb of the breasts. I hope no matter what your breasts look like, what size they are, how they feel, I hope we can love them more. By loving our breasts, we heal the witch wound. By loving our breasts, we help heal the mother wound. By loving our breasts, we help bring healing to the divine feminine within us all. I'm sending you guys all love and sacred fucking rage. Bye. Who are the witches? Where do they come from? Maybe your great great grandmother was one. Witches are wise, wise women, they say. And each and every one of us are witches today. Mm-hmm.